How do you decide when it's the right time and circumstances to leave your nursing job? Is there ever a right time? Are some reasons better than others? I've been there, and I have many opinions on the matter, so let's talk about when to quit that nursing job right here on episode 165 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I am so grateful that you're listening, whether it's your first time tuning in or you've been hanging out with me on the airwaves for months or maybe even years. Thanks for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. Now, speaking of inspiration and positivity, have you heard about my new podcast, Mastering Nursing? It's a new interview-style podcast focusing on the nursing profession. You can check us out at nursingdegreedatabase.com forward slash podcast. That's nursingdegreedatabase.com forward slash podcast, and you'll get even more of me plus some awesome guests. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, hop on over to nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode 165. That is nursekeith.com forward slash episode 165. Anyway, as always, I'm thrilled that you're here. So let's jump into the studio and dig right into today's topic. Back on July 2nd, 2018, I published a blog post entitled, Should I Quit This Darn Nursing Job? And I wanted to publish that blog post and do this companion podcast episode because people often get in touch with me because they're not sure when and how to leave their current nursing position. I know a fair amount about leaving nursing jobs because In 22 years, I have left my share. Two stand out for me more than any others. One would be back in Western Massachusetts when I was doing intensive case management of people with chronic illnesses in a poverty-stricken urban area in Western Mass. I burnt out, and I have talked about this on this show several times, I burnt out and my wife had to convince me to quit and move on to a less stressful job as a public health nurse, and it was an awesome, difficult, and eventually very satisfying change, but it was quite, how would you say it, painstaking making the decision to actually leave and actually move on to something else. You know, I'm a pretty loyal Leo lion, and it's hard for me to tell somebody that I don't want to work with them or help them or be their colleague or their nurse anymore and move on to greener pastures. But I've had to do it many, many times, and you have probably done it many times and may need to do it many more times in your life and career. So it's something we need to learn how to do. Several years ago, I quit what at this time was my last clinical position as the chief nursing officer and director of nursing of a home health agency in Albuquerque, New Mexico. That was also a difficult transition for me because I was making the decision to quit that nursing job and not get another one and become 100% full-time self-employed 
Nurse Entrepreneur, which I have been doing now for almost two years. So I've been through some difficult transitions myself and wanted to talk with you, my listener, about this particular issue. Because when it comes to leaving a job, it's mostly always about timing. It can also be about self-care, finances, lifestyle, work style, career development. It can also be a lot about your family, and that has to do with lifestyle. Whether your family needs you home during the day and you've been working days and you need to find something else to do or whatever it happens to be, however long you've stayed, however quickly you want to go, there are decisions to make and you need to make them. So yes, I've spoken about two of my positions that I left that were quite difficult for me to make those decisions to go. And now I want to focus a little bit on you. So asking you the questions that I asked in the original blog post over at Digital Doorway, what has led you to quit jobs in the past, whether they were nursing jobs or they were prior to your nursing career? Was it money? Was it health insurance? Did you leave because you needed better benefits? Or maybe you left a job, particularly a nursing job, because you were bullied or mistreated or overworked or burned out or underpaid or whatever those issues are that come up for us nurses so frequently and we leave our jobs because they are driving us up a wall or around the bend. You know, sometimes... We leave jobs because we receive offers on different positions that we just simply can't pass up, either for the money or the benefits, or maybe just because of the opportunity being so amazing, there's no way we could turn our back on it. Sometimes we quit jobs because of pressure from a spouse or family member, like my wife pressuring me very presciently to leave the job where I was burning out so I could move on to something else. And I still continue to thank her for making me do that. Sometimes we don't leave a job because we have no motivation. We are stuck in ennui. We have complete career and professional lethargy, and we're just not up to doing much of anything. So if you're in the position where you're feeling like you need to go, Like Michelle Schacht has said, the secret to a long life is knowing when it's time to go. How do you prepare for that eventuality and what are the reasons for which you should do so? So in the blog post, I talk about some of the main reasons to quit that job and move on. You may have other reasons that I don't enumerate here, but let's dig into the ones that have come to mind for me, and I would love to hear from you if there are some others that I didn't mention, and I'm sure, because I am a fallible human being, that I forgot something. So one of the main reasons that it has been documented that people leave jobs, it's not because of money, it's not because of vacation time, what is it about? It's about poor leadership and poor management. Really, that is what the research shows. I can't quote you a research article because I didn't look it up, but I know I've read it and I know it's true because I've heard it so many times. If you don't feel supported by the people who you actually report to, how are you going to want to stay in the game when you're not getting the the support and the recognition or whatever it happens to be from the person that you 
look up to, and that's supposed to be there as your supervisor or leader. So poor leadership and management, a lot of you are probably nodding your heads right now because that is probably a reason why you want to leave your job right now today, or you've left jobs in the past, and you probably assume you may leave a job in the future for the very same reason. Another reason that people leave jobs or that I would recommend you leave a job because of this reason is that you feel that your nursing license is endangered. So why might your nursing license be endangered at work? One is that it's a very unsafe environment where you are not allowed to practice in a safe manner. And safety has to do with many things. Maybe you're physically unsafe because you have either dangerous patients or whatever it happens to be, any kind of situation where you're put in harm's way at work, that can definitely cause you to have second thoughts about your particular job. I've talked to several nurses, one male nurse recently who said, you know, when he wasn't even looking, he was just looking the other way. This old guy in the bed clocked him on the jaw really bad and hurt him. And then I talked to another nurse, a female nurse I connected with recently. She was punched in the gut really hard by a patient or kicked. I'm not sure whether it was punch or kick, but it was pretty bad. So You can be endangered by your patients, but more often than not, I believe we're endangered by the practice environment. Maybe you have to dole out meds to 45 patients in your long-term care facility over the course of two hours, and you can never do it quickly enough for your supervisor or management, and you can never quite finish, and you hurry, hurry, hurry through it, and as you hurry, you are deathly afraid of making a med error. This is so common in long-term care, it's just absolutely gross, but it happens all the time and a lot of you can probably relate or you know people who could relate. So that sort of unsafe practice environment definitely leaves your nursing license at risk and sometimes you are actually physically at risk yourself. So if you're working in conditions where you feel like your license is in danger, even once a month or once a week, you probably need to leave. If you feel like your license is at risk every day and nurses do reach out to me, believe me, who feel like their nursing license is at risk every time they walk through that door, you've got to leave right now. It's just not worth it. How can you risk the liability and just morally and ethically practicing in a place where you can't practice safely or where patient safety is potentially compromised and your safety as well, how can you stay in that practice environment? If you are right now, write to me because we need to talk about it and we need to get you out of there. Another reason that you might feel unsafe or actually be unsafe and feel like you're at risk and you need to leave a job is mistreatment. So mistreatment can come in the form of poor management and supervision. It can also come in the form of bullying, which we've talked about here before, or harassment or intimidation or discrimination. So when that type of aberrant behavior is happening in your workplace on a regular basis, you'd better believe that you should be looking for another job. If you feel like there are bullies or nurses there who are endangering you because they are either setting you up for failure or causing you to have major problems at work, that is another reason to get your butt out of there. 
A toxic environment can set you up for failure. It can set you up for errors and also can set you up for absolute burnout and total unhappiness. And I don't want to see that happen to you. So I usually advise clients to leave jobs immediately if they're in such a toxic environment that it's eating away at their very soul and their very psyche and they're feeling like they just cannot practice safely. So you notice I keep going back to this safe practice issue because I feel like so many people stay in nursing jobs where they're not practicing safely because they're not allowed to or not given the breadth and depth of practice to do so or because they are put in positions where there is no choice to practice safely and that unsafe practice becomes the norm. So you don't need bullying in your life or intimidation or discrimination, but you also don't need to be endangering yourself and your patients at the same time. And you don't deserve to be bullied, harassed, or discriminated against. So those are more reasons to Get your butt out of there as soon as possible. Now, more reasons related to safety of practice and burnout and your work environment is overwork, understaffing, burnout, in unhealthy environments. I talked to so many nurses who were suffering from the rigors of mandatory overtime, of horrible nurse-patient ratios, of all these other issues that affect the ways that they do or aren't able to do their work. And I think a lot of you are probably nodding your head because you've either been there, you are there right now, where someone you know is there or has been there. And of course, none of us want to work in a place where we are overworked. We all want to work in facilities or agencies or healthcare organizations where staffing is adequate. We also don't want to work in places where we are in a physically toxic environment. Let's say toxic chemicals, you know, those occupational hazards that can make us sick. Whatever it happens to be, there are reasons why you should fly the coop, exit stage left today or tomorrow or next week, because it's not worth it. So when it comes to staffing and specifically nurse patient ratios, we all probably know, or you're going to know in a second that California is the only state in the United States where it is mandated by their legislature that they have particular nurse-patient ratios at all times. And most nurses I know in California are pretty happy with the legislation and how it has worked out over time. There are several states right now in mid-2018 who are working on such legislation for mandated nurse-patient ratios. And every year in Congress, legislation is introduced to both the Senate and the House for nationwide mandated nurse-patient ratios. We are not quite there. I don't think any of that legislation at the national level is going to pass anytime soon. However, the state level is where we can make the difference. If you think of gay marriage, gay marriage had to first go through the states. We had to have a preponderance, a critical mass of states saying gay marriage was okay. And eventually it passed across the country and was legislated as such. So we need to do the same 
with nurse-patient ratios. So if that's your issue politically, get out there and find out what's happening in your state and at the national level and find out what's happening and how you can get involved. However, in the meantime, if you feel like you are behind the eight ball, you are under the gun and nurse-patient ratios are killing you at work, it's probably time for you to leave. Now, another reason that people leave jobs and move on to other jobs is pay and benefits. And that makes perfect sense. At this time in history, the 21st century, we are in 2018 right now. Well, it can be pretty expensive to live in many of the urban centers where people like to live, like Austin, New York, Seattle, Atlanta, Boston, etc., etc. So, oh, I don't want to forget anyone, but you know, the Bay Area is another area where everybody seems to want to work and live, but it is so expensive, many people can't survive. So pay and benefits is another reason why it's perfectly amenable and perfectly okay to leave your job and pursue something else. You may leave a workplace where the pay is the same, but you may leave because you need better health insurance for you and your family, and there's a much better plan offered at a local hospital where you could find a better position and get better health care benefits. It might also be health care and child care savings accounts where you want to shelter more of your money from taxes. It could be anything like that, including time off, including maternity and paternity leave. Paternity leave? They have that in Europe, but not really here in the United States very often. But whatever the reason happens to be, consider benefits and pay as reasons to move on to another position if you feel you need to do so. Now, overall, sometimes we leave or you may choose to leave a job because basically you have just found a better opportunity. Maybe you will have a chance to be charged where you haven't been able to serve as charge at your current job ever. They just won't let you do it. They won't take a chance on you and train you how to work as charge. Maybe you'll be given more responsibility, a managerial position. Maybe you'd like to sit on some committees and work on your career from that aspect. So you might need to be ready to jump when the jumping is good because a new opportunity can land in your lap at any moment and you might want to be ready to do it because those new opportunities can lend themselves to incredible and powerful career building that you just don't want to pass up. So there's a host of other potential positive outcomes of leaving for a better opportunity and you've got to be ready to go because you never know when it's going to happen. Finally, another reason that people leave jobs is relocation. I have a client who's currently leaving California and moving to Hawaii, and she has already landed a position and she has bought a house. Her husband and she are shipping their car and all their stuff over, and they're going to start a new life in Hawaii. So relocation is another reason to leave your nursing job for another one. And just to put a bug in your ear, some places are now offering relocation expense reimbursement. So make sure to ask if you have been headhunted, if you have been pursued by a recruiter for a position out of state, ask for and negotiate for relocation reimbursement. And while you're at it, advocate and negotiate for 
a sign-on bonus while you're at it. Okay, so we have covered some of the main reasons why people quit their nursing jobs and move on. After the break, we will come back and talk about how to leave your job as gracefully as possible. We will be right back. Well, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause about how you can support The Nurse Keith Show. That's right. You can become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show, just like other listeners who value this show so much that they want to give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. When you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support the show, you also get some pretty cool premiums from me. So just head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. Also, please consider signing up for my newsletter over at NurseKeith.com so that you can receive my bi-weekly message to you right to your inbox. And remember to leave a rating and review of the Nurse Keith Show over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes because it really helps other people find the show. So those are my sincere asks of you, dear listener. So now let's get back to the Nurse Keith Show and the subject at hand. And we're back with episode 165 of The Nurse Keith Show. We were just talking about reasons that people leave their jobs for a new job. And sure, sometimes it's just for an opportunity or sometimes it's because you were treated so poorly that there is no way you were going to stay at that job. So sometimes you have to say, take this job and shove it. I've done it. You've probably done it. You're probably going to do it in the future. And now we're going to talk about how to leave as gracefully as possible or not, depending on your circumstances and situation. And we'll cover some of the issues that I have seen come up in coaching over and over again. So one of the main things we sometimes think about when leaving a job is giving ample notice. I always recommend telling your boss before your colleagues, of course, and I also recommend giving minimum two weeks notice if you've been treated well or relatively well and you want to leave in good standing. If you don't want to burn any bridges behind you, it's probably a good idea to give a minimum of two weeks notice. A month's notice is very, very kind. However, it's also my opinion that if you are being bullied, treated really poorly, and set up in a situation where you are in danger or your patients are in danger almost every shift you're working, you can give warnings to your supervisor or manager or director that you're going to have to leave if things don't change, especially if there's bullying or discrimination or harassment going on, and you can document it and register that documentation with your supervisor and the people you report to so that they will not be caught off guard and surprised when you say, guess what? I'm not coming back tomorrow because nothing's changing here. So for my two-week or four-week notice recommendation, sometimes you cannot do it because you don't want to go back to that unsafe place one more time shift. And I can't blame you at all. So make sure if things are not going well at your workplace, document it, report it, talk about it, ask for changes. And then when you need to leave, 
Let them know why you're doing so. Let them know that you haven't addressed your issue appropriately or quickly enough, and you move on to greener pastures. Another thing I recommend when you're leaving a job, if you want to do so gracefully, is to request an exit interview. I know exit interviews are done a lot in many other industries, and I don't hear about them being done in nursing and healthcare very often. You know, when I left my job as the chief nursing officer of the home health agency in here in New Mexico, I wasn't terribly happy with how that organization was being run. I was not offered an exit interview. That was not how my boss operated. And basically I did my own exit interview. I wrote out, I think it was a three page report of how I felt like the agency was falling on its face, how I thought things weren't going well and how they could go better. I offered my, let's see, how would I characterize that? I offered my ideas for how it could be made better and what I would do if I was given the power to do so. And I never really heard back from my boss about anything that I had suggested. So they weren't really interested in change anyway. An exit interview is a great way for you to get your information in there, especially if you want to be able to influence change so that your colleagues who you're leaving behind might have a better workplace on their hands in the future. So an exit interview can help. Sometimes you need to do it yourself. Make sure you put it in writing. Give it to all the key players like the CEO, the CFO, the CNO, the nursing director, the charge nurse, etc. Keep a copy for yourself just for your records. Now, something else I recommend doing when you're about to leave or leaving a job is making sure you get connected and stay connected with your favorite colleagues. So a big order of business is always connecting with your friendly, supportive colleagues on LinkedIn and otherwise throughout your career. So you shouldn't just be connecting with your colleagues on LinkedIn when you're leaving, but if you haven't done so at that point, definitely do it. This will allow you to more easily keep in touch with the people who you share mutual admiration and respect with, and LinkedIn is a great way to keep them all organized in one place. If your colleague's not on LinkedIn, invite them to join. If they don't want to join, just get their email address and their mailing address and their phone number and stay in touch. So, Your ongoing job throughout your career, like I've always taught my listeners and my readers and my clients, is to connect and stay connected with the peers that you have a positive rapport with because you never know when that connection is going to come in handy either for you or for them. This is a reciprocal symbiotic relationship you're creating. So when you're leaving your job, connect with some of your colleagues and say, hey, Let's exchange recommendations on LinkedIn. Let's write each other letters of recommendation. Or you can just write them for your favorite colleagues. They might reciprocate, they might not, but it's a very nice way to exit stage left. Now, another way to leave on a good note is to offer to train your replacement. I wanted to do that at the job I left a few years ago, but my replacement hadn't been hired by the time that I left, even though I'd given several months notice that I was leaving as CNO. So what I did instead is I wrote up, I'd say probably a 
10 or 12 page manual for the chief nursing officer, plus all the policies and procedures that we'd created and tweaked over the years so that the person who eventually would come in to replace me would have enough information to go on. So if you're in a position where you're the holder of certain information that no one else knows or certain processes, get those written down. That's a very kind thing to do for the person who's succeeding you. The next thing I recommend is being self-contained. When you've decided to leave your job, you know, some of your colleagues will be happy for you. Some of them might be envious. And you want to be sensitive to the people who feel like they really would like to say, take this job and shove it just like you are, but they either don't have the courage or they don't have the gumption or they're just not in a life position to do so. So, Be sensitive to the people around you who are going to be left behind, the people who are probably as unhappy as you. Be empathic with them. When they do find out you're leaving, share your concern for their well-being and offer to be a touch point for them if they need to talk when you've left or after you've left so that they can reach out to you for support when they decide to jump ship. Finally, If you have done any writing or collaborating or research or anything at your job, make sure it is documented and that you have copies of the documents. So if you wrote some articles for your organization, if you co-authored a study or research, if you took part in committees, if you got involved in any way, save copies of the things that you were either an author on or were involved in. You don't necessarily have copyright to those, but you can at least put them in your portfolio. So when you're talking to subsequent potential employers, you can show them the ways in which you were involved at your former workplace. So documentation and making sure you have copies of everything you've been involved in is definitely prudent when you're getting ready to leave your position. Finally, I recommend patting yourself on the back. You deserve it period. You deserve it because you slogged it through in this job. You've made a positive decision to leave. You're on your way out the door and you deserve to pat yourself on the back because you may not get that from anyone else. And you need to recognize the fact that you have the courage to do so. So there are plenty of things to do in order to move forward into a brighter future in your career. And There may be other things that you've found helpful to do or necessary to do when you're leaving. And I'd love to hear from you. So you can post on Facebook or you can message me or you can email me at keith at nursekeith.com. Tell me other things that you have found helpful to do when you're on your way out the door. And also let me know any other reasons that I didn't mention why you quit a job or why you're planning to quit a job or a reason that you think you might use to quit the job you are currently in. So finally, when you decide, once you decide to leave, you want to update your resume, update your LinkedIn profile with your new data. If you've been following my advice all along, the job you're leaving is already on your resume and LinkedIn, and you're just going to have to change the dates and show that it's now a former position. If you're going to a new position right away, add it to your LinkedIn and add it to your resume because it belongs there. And if you're leaving without the safety net of another job, 
you're going to have to make some plans and maybe some sacrifices. Let's say you were practicing in a very unsafe environment and you made the choice to leave precipitously. Now, you may have a spouse or partner who can cover the bills or you may not, but you may need to make some plans even whether you're single or married, it doesn't matter. And you might have to be more diligent with your budget. You might have to be more circumspect about your spending because you may have a period of unemployment ahead of you. And then once you start a new gig, once you find that new wonderful job, start forming relationships immediately with your fellow colleagues, connect with them on LinkedIn, set your table for success from the very first day. And remember, when you're interviewing for your next position, if you left your job precipitously and maybe didn't start working right away, no matter what, you're going to be asked why you left your previous position. So you're going to have to plan what your story is and how you're going to spin it. How are you going to communicate it? I can help you with that if you need help because Every situation and circumstance is different, and you may need my help crafting that message so you can very skillfully explain why you left and why you moved on. So if you need help in any transition like this, I'm always here for you, of course, but there are other career coaches. You might have a mentor, a trusted colleague, an advisor, a family member, a friend, someone who can be there with you during a time that might be lonely and stressful, where you might need that extra support. So make sure you get the support you need so that you can leave on good terms, so that you can look for that new job, feeling really good about yourself, and move on to the future. So leaving that job can be stressful. It can be difficult, especially if you don't have anything else lined up, especially if you feel like you just have to go no matter what. So be thoughtful. Be circumspect, be kind, strategic, organized, and above all, be gentle with yourself in these transitional periods because it can be quite difficult. Things will fall into place as you set the table for success. So use your due diligence, move forward into an even more promising future. And if you need me, I'll be there to help you along the way. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to The Nurse Keith Show, episode 165. Remember, the show notes are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 165. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode, and I encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction in career development. Remember, I'm on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, and Please remember to check out my new podcast, Mastering Nursing. It is over at nursingdegreedatabase.com forward slash podcast. Please subscribe, rate and review the show. It helps people find the Mastering Nursing show and helps people find those wonderful interviews just waiting for them to listen. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell and his team at thepodcastinggroup.com. Social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappy Spiesen. I want you to stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to take your life and career to the next level. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, keep in touch, and all the best from beautiful 
Santa Fe, New Mexico. Adios. Adios.